Because of that vision, I was willing to make the sacrifice, pay the price, roll up the sleeves and get to work. And so my advice for anybody listening, have a long-term vision of the speaker that you want to become. Welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Hi, I'm R.B. Robinson. I'm the master speaker trainer, international speaker, and author of Speak Up, Cash In, and your host for the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. And we have another really good one for you today. I have a very special guest, which is my mentor, Eric Lofholm. Let me introduce him to you because he truly is a million dollar speaker. And our topic today is how to use public speaking to grow your business. So Eric has taught, he has taught his proven sales system to thousands of professionals around the world. He is president and CEO of Eric Lawfolm International Inc., an organization he founded professionally to professionally train people on the art and science of selling. Eric began his career as a sales failure. At the first at his first sales job, he was put on quota probation after failing to meet a minimum quota two months in a row. It was at that point that Eric met his sales mentor. After being professionally trained, Eric achieved his quota and eventually became the top producer at that company. Eric went on to become the top producer at two more companies prior to starting Eric Lofum International. Eric is a naturally gifted teacher. For 20 years, Eric has been sharing his proven sales, his proven sales, sharing his proven sales, increasing ideas with people all over the world. Eric has written over 15 books on sales and success. Eric lives in Rockland, California with his wife and four children. Eric believes that selling equals service. He also believes in working toward mastery of the fundamentals of lead generation, appointment setting, and delivering a high quality presentation. And he can say that because he has given over 1,500 public speaking, uh, public speaking and private presentations. So welcome, Eric. Great to have you on the show today. It's great to be here, RV. I'm excited to uh, spend this time with you and the listeners. Yes, 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 yes. So first question, I just want to jump in because it is the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. What do you think, because you've spoke, you know, 1500 speeches all over the world. What do you think is the number one characteristic of a million dollar speaker? To me, it's vision. It's seeing the speaker that you want to become in the future. I remember when I launched my company in 1999, and I saw the speaker that I want to be into my mid-70s. And at that time, I was 28 years old. And because of that vision, I was willing to make the sacrifice, pay the price, roll up the sleeves, and get to work. And so my advice for anybody listening, have a long-term vision of the speaker that you want to become. I love that. A speaker vision of the speaker you want to become. So tell me, you've spoke all over the world. And tell me, what is the most exciting place that you've ever spoke at that's out of, this, out of the United States? 
Well, I've, I've been to Malaysia a few times and I've been to Singapore. And um, when I went to Malaysia, I was 32 years old. I was just very new in my, in my business. And it was way out of my comfort zone. My company's name is Eric Offham International. And so here I was international and I felt like um, a fish out of water. Well, 10 years later, I went back to Malaysia and I, I felt comfortable with my own skin. And it was kind of like deja vu thinking back on where my mindset was 10 years earlier and then where my, my mindset was when I went back there. And so that was a, a really great experience. And uh, I'm a big believer in expanding comfort zones for everybody that's listening and trying new things and really going for it. Right, right. And when you say like, I mean, being a million dollar speaker, you're able to travel, maybe not right now, but we will again, but you're able to travel and see the world. So what do you think about that being able to just travel? Well, what's great about it is that in many cases, the company that's bringing you out of the seminar group, they're paying for it. So when I went to Malaysia the first time, I got paid $5,000. I was allowed to promote my programs over there and they covered my airfare and they put me up in a nice hotel. So traveling for free, seeing the world, seeing different cultures, <clears throat> you know, it's just a, it's one of the, the, the perks of the speaking industry. Absolutely. So we're talking a little uh, today about how to grow your business with public speaking. And I know you are the sales master, the sales trainer, and talk a lot and teach a lot about sales. But tell us about how do we use it, no matter what industry you're in, how do we use speaking to grow our business? My primary strategy is to uh, speak for free, to get in front of my target market, to either generate leads, set appointments, or in in many cases, I actually deliver a sales presentation when I'm speaking for free. So I might go into a a company, be the guest speaker at the weekly sales meeting, do a pump up motivational talk, and then at the end, offer my sales increasing program. And uh, so that's how I've really grown my database, my clients, my following. So that's been a great strategy for me. And it can be done in virtually any industry. It can be done through the virtual presentations like the Zooms or the in-person presentations. And it's doing that with a very intentional business outcome. So I just don't speak and then, you know, hope and pray something good happens. (laughs) I go in with a plan. I'm there to make 10 sales. And I craft my presentation using my sales skills to deliver a great speech that truly adds value, but at the same time, I can make an offer at the end, you know, and, and walk out of there with some clients. I I picked up on Saturday, just a couple of days ago, 31 clients RV in one oh, Zoom. Wow. That's so incredible. That was like, yeah, you know, so wow. um, that was um, about $9,000 in revenue from one Zoom. And then I got 31 clients that I can now use to grow my business. And so, you know, they're usually not that big, but that one just happened to be like that. So that's a perfect example of how you can grow your business with speaking. One one speaking engagement gave you 31, 32 clients. So how many people were there? Was it like, you know, was it hundreds and thousands or was it? a This one, there was just over a hundred. And it was one of my higher close ratios. I mean, I don't usually close it at that level, but it was kind of like the perfect audience. It was a a Zoom training on persuasion and influence. 
So I was coming in in my area of expertise and then I made an irresistible offer at the end. And then what was great about it is I told everybody, if you sign up today, you're going to get a coaching session. Well, the coaching session is, is kind of a sales presentation because they're going to connect with right. me and experience my coaching and shoot, they might buy my $5,000 coaching package. So it's initially that one was about 9,000 revenue that it might turn into 50,000 or more just off of that one speech. And it's, it's because there's a whole strategy behind it. You know, a beginning speaker might think, oh, I'm just trying to get the, the experience and they speak, but they don't have the business strategy behind how they're going to strategically do this to really, you know, drive some revenue in your business. That is truly a million dollar idea. Going in with a plan, plan on how many clients you're going to, you're going to get or how much, how many people are going to sign up or whatever, you, you know, clothes you're doing, but have a plan. And I agree. So many people go in there just winging it. They spray and pray, right? <laughs> and hope right. to get some business. But if you want to get business, from public speaking, you need to be strategic and go in with a plan, go in with some goals. So let me ask you this, Eric, because I know you've been paid lots and lots of money to speak over the years. And yet at the same time, you speak to sell. So when it comes to getting paid speaking engagement or speak to sell, tell us which one is the best one, best strategy to use, which one will help us to grow our business the fastest and why? My career earnings, I'm just going to estimate this because I didn't come with this data, but right. I would estimate, you know, paid training where I was paid to be a professional speaker in my career, probably about 200,000 in revenue. Okay. Speaking to sell, probably done about 10 million. <laughs> so, you know, the, the speak to sell, that, that's how I, you know, enjoy my lifestyle and, and, uh, you know, grow my business that the corporate training and the paid speaking, you know, is nice, you know, but that's, you know, when I went to Malaysia, they paid me the 5,000, but that's not how I've built my business. There are some people that that's what they do. You know, Les Brown is an example, his career earnings from paid speaking is, is lopsided like mine in the opposite way. Right. But, um, you know, I've had the opportunity to do millions and millions in revenue and will continue to do so, um, I just love speaking to sell and uh, it's, it's a lot of fun and it's a great way to make money. Great. So that's, so that's even, you know, that's the answer. If you have an opportunity to get paid or to speak to sell, if you have the opportunity to do both, yes, do both. But otherwise, would you say you recommend if somebody had a choice to, and if they were a good salesperson, they could go out and step on that stage and sell Is that, your advice? Well, the thing is when, when you speak for free, it's a much easier thing than, you know, getting paid, you know, five grand to give a keynote, for example. And, you know, nowadays there's just a, a dip in the corporate budgets for, you know, these types of speaking and so forth. So when you speak for free, it's so much easier to get on stage and then you can monetize, you know, the example I gave where I spoke on Saturday and did the 9,000, that was on a zoom. <laughs> I'm at my house doing what we're doing just like this. Okay. And, you know, all these sales come in. And so it's, um, it's an incredible skill set to learn. And there's so many different ways to do group selling front of the room in person or on, you know, Zooms or go to webinar or whatnot. So, you know, I, I think it's just, it's the coolest strategy. I think it's limitless, right? If you have the skills, you mentioned that. 
if you have the sales skills. So let's talk about sales skills for a minute, because I think that's something that a new speaker needs to develop, that you're not going to go on stage as a brand new speaker, just being trained to make a million dollars. And I mean, you could maybe, maybe you're, you know, you're that brilliant, but most of us cannot go on stage right out the gate and, and sell like you're, you've sold. This is a skill you've developed. And I know that you, you know, you've, work for, you know, some great people. And Tony Robbins was one of those uh, people that you worked for selling his events and his programs. So tell us a little bit about what you learned from Tony Robbins. And then what would you recommend a new speaker just stepping out on stage? You know, how would they learn these sales skills? Well, you, you bring up a great point, because some people watching and listening to this might say, I, I just want to speak. <laughs> sell. I don't, I don't want to sell. <laughs> and so um, I'm not a naturally born salesperson. You know, I, I started off, I, I was terrible at selling and I learned and I learned how to sell from the front of the room. So if you're watching this and go, well, Eric, it's easy for you to say, cause you're a professional sales trainer. I am now <laughs> when I got started, I was, we all start, you know, from the beginning. So one of the things I teach is selling equals service, sell from honesty, integrity, and compassion. Selling is about leading. Selling is about moving people to action. And so it's about letting go of resistance to selling and embracing sales. So I would, I would share that with you. And then prior to starting Eric Offham International, I worked for Tony Robbins and I sold for him in part because Tony Robbins, before he became Tony Robbins, used to work for Jim Rohn. So Tony as a teenager actually did front of the room talks representing Jim Rohn. And then he became Tony Robbins. So I thought, well, I'll follow along. I'll, those I'll do the same. Yeah, that's exactly it. So there's a, a tremendous value for all of you watching. Find somebody who's walked the path that you want to, to step into, you know, learn from them. That's why, you know, you're all blessed to have RV as a mentor um, you're, you know, connected her through this podcast. This is what she does for a living is, is mentors people. So you don't have to go work for a Tony Robbins, right? Not everybody can just up and leave what they're doing. So um, with Tony, one of the things I learned was mastery. Um, if you look at Tony Robbins, he has his firewalk seminar, which is a four day. It's really a prepared presentation. He's done the same talk. It's, it's, it's a talk, but it's four. It's a four day talk. Right. He's mastered that. And he's been doing it for over 25 years. It's brought in hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue because, of course, there's an upsell into his mastery university. And so I learned about being intentional at a, at a mastery level. You know, when Tony talks about mastery, he, he does walk that, walk that talk. And so you want to go in, be intentional with your presentation, embrace selling, you want to learn how to weave the persuasion into the body of your presentation. It's, it's a style of speaking different than Toastmasters. Toastmasters teaches you Toastmasters. Right. This, is different. Right. this is persuasion. You know, <laughs> if I got judged by the Toastmaster people, they'd be like, you saying all these ums and ahs. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm just looking to persuade. I'm looking to close. I'm looking to drive revenue. I'm looking for impact. I'm looking to make a difference. And I love Toastmasters. It's just a different way of thinking, right? This isn't about Toastmasters. This is about right. learning how to persuade from the front of the room. And, and it's a learned skill and anybody can do it. 
Absolutely. And, I, and I've been in Toastmasters years ago, and it's really great for the beginning to get over fear and get, you know, those three or four different minute speeches. But like anything, you have to keep learning. And, and so, so again, continuous improvement. So that's what I want to talk about next, because you're going through uh, like a rebrand of continuous sales improvement. So it isn't about taking one sales class. So tell us a little bit about that about continuing continuous sales improvement? Well, I just asked myself, my, the question was, what's my secret sauce? Ah. So when I got started, I was you know former cook at McDonald's, college dropout, bottom producing salesperson. And then I became a top producer and then sprung word from there, worked for Tony Robbins and then became an international trainer and you know now I've done millions and millions of dollars in revenue. So it's like, how do I go from that to where I am today? And I think there's value in ex- doing an internal observation of yourself and say, what's my secret sauce, right? right. So my secret sauce is I haven't arrived. I continuously get better. Life, I'm a lifelong learner and I'm never going to stop learning. So that's my core message that I teach people. And then I took it a step further and said, to your point, I want to rebrand my company. So everything now is continuous sales improvement. The continuous sales improvement YouTube channel, the Facebook group. Oh. The LinkedIn group, the book, the website. So the, the great thing about that is if I, once I teach that to somebody, I say, what do you think my masterclass is? And they go, the continuous sales improvement masterclass. Right. <laughs> so, so they know it, RV, before I even tell them. Right. And if you think about that, how many businesses have an intuitive like that? Not very many. Mm-hmm. And I modeled this after Steve Jobs' digital hub strategy, which was an integration of the phone, the watch, the music, the laptop, the this, the that, right? He integrated it all. So I created a brand to integrate it all. And so what I do in my sales training company is I professionally train people in the art and science of selling. And we have an online community and you know, you're a member of my community. If anyone's looking to become a master of sales, I have a community of people where they can come and plug in and they can work with with me in the community to help elevate them. So I'm all about, you don't take a sales class. Okay, I learned sales, check mark that. Okay, I wanna go learn something else. It's continuous. That's right. Just like speaking. So I, I could right. I could take I could take it and go continuous speaking improvement. That's right. <laughs> brand as well. Because we have to continuously uh, learn and grow and all of that. And again, you didn't do that overnight. You've been in business, what, 25 years before you put yeah, it all so together? I started in sales in 92. And then I started my own company in 99. So I've been Eric Offerman International now for over two decades. And I work on my skills pretty much every day. And I keep getting better and better and better. And if you said, Eric, what makes you successful with what you do. And I would tell you, it's my skill sets, right? I have a skill set in multiple areas that I've developed. I wasn't born with it. I mean, we're all born with gifts and talents, but you know, if you want to become great, greatness requires repetition, <laughs> speaking reps, podcast reps, coaching reps, etc. And so um, being committed to that, being a lifelong learner and having a vision for your career. I started my company out of a spare bedroom in my condo and built a multi-million dollar international training company from scratch <laughs> right. by having I, a vision. Right. I think I saw a picture. Was it your computer in your closet or something like that? <laughs> you were started. Yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, just, 
you know, in the beginning, it was just me. I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't have an office manager and I didn't have an assistant and I didn't have a this and a that. I just, it was just me. And, and, uh, you know, I, I, I built it from scratch, but it's that, that vision piece. It's so important. I think so many people, they just look at what am I going to do this week, this month, this year or today? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no, what am I going to do? You know, I I have a a YouTube channel that has over 3000 subscribers and I, I haven't taken it down, but I created a brand new one, the continuous sales improvement YouTube channel, because the old one didn't fit in with my brand. So you have 3,500 subscribers and you're just going to start from scratch. And the reason I did it is vision. Vision. I'm better off getting the alignment correct. Got it. Even though I have to start from scratch, it's more valuable to me to have the YouTube channel in alignment with the brand, even though I lose those subscribers. And of course, some of them will hop over to the new channel, but it's that decision was driven by vision. And somebody who didn't think in those terms would would never blow up a 3,500 person YouTube channel because uh, of the subscribers, because it's like, oh, I'm starting from scratch. It's like, no, I need the alignment to ultimately get to where I want to go. Right. One of the things that I love about you and working with you, and you and I've worked together for, you know, close to a couple decades, probably 17, 18 years. Not only, you know, are you a master sales trainer, but you coach from a place of intuitiveness for each individual. And I love that. And I just want everybody to know that, that you don't have this, I mean, can package that you're trying to give to each individual that you you have, yes, strategies and a package, but you always offer the one for that individual. And you've just got this, you know, inside intuition, some, you know, super consciousness that you know exactly what that individual needs. Do you want to speak to that for a minute? Sure. I, I think it really just comes down to being present. Mm. You know, it's if you're listening right now and you're a coach, instead of just taking people through curriculum, and there's nothing wrong with taking people through curriculum, but be present. Right. I was on a call the other day and it was a script critique. So they were bringing their sales script and we were going to go over it together. And so I said, you know, how are you doing today? Just opening up the call like I normally do. And, and the woman said, oh, I'm doing fine. Like common response. Mm-hmm. But I was really listening and I could tell something was off. And I said, are you okay? Now, if I wasn't really present, I wouldn't have heard it. Mm. And I said, are you okay? And she goes, no. Oh, wow. And I said, what's the matter? She said, my husband and I, we got in an argument this morning. Well, the script critique went out the window. Right. And she just needed to talk to me. And so because I was present, I heard it wasn't in her words because she said, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And so if we're not present, we miss that. So front of the room is a speaker, right? You got your speech down, you got your words down, you got your business outcome, but it's about being present and the audience will feel that. And from a coaching standpoint, the client will feel that. And so um, I do believe in systems and I do believe in guiding people through curriculum and so forth, but I also believe in really being present and you're able to then you know, give a client an experience that you wouldn't normally be able to. And uh, I also have that, you know, the quote unquote intuitiveness, I've done over 7,000 one-on-one coaching sessions. So I've got a depth because of the reps that I put in. 
So for all of you watching and listening, every rep that you do, a coaching session, a speech, you get a little bit better, but yeah. it's so small. It's like watching your fingernails grow. You know, they're growing, but you can't see it. Okay. So RV right now, she's getting better at doing a podcast. I'm getting better at being a guest, even though she's led all kinds of podcasts and I've been a guest all kinds of, I'm getting a little bit better. Right. Every time. And it's a micro improvement and you want to value the micro improvement because the micro improvements, they compound and they start adding up. And right. so like RV and her career, me and my career, we've planted our flag, which is a big part of our success. We planted our flag. Okay. And we just kept getting better and better and better and better and better. And anybody can model that. You, you can all duplicate that in your own way. Right, right. The other thing, I want to ask two more questions, but I just want to make a comment because the other thing that amazes me about you is how you, you do so much in terms of speaking and webinars and podcasts. You're co constantly not only improving that sales technique, but you're constantly coming up with new programs, new webinars, new events. So how does that happen for you? I mean, I just look at your emails and just go, oh my God, how does he do it? Right? So tell us a little bit about how we can be that productive, move that fast speed. What, last year you said you spoke 256 times or something or more? I don't know. It's an insane number. So tell us how we can be that productive. My goal last year was 550 speeches. Now a speech for me is two or more people that hear me. It could be a podcast like this. It could be a webinar, front of them speech, et cetera. The goal was 550. I did over 900 last year. Oh, wow. Probably was more than anybody on planet earth. And I don't say that to pound my chest. I just say it around what's possible. Now you don't have to do 900 speeches like me, but um, where does that energy come from? It comes from an aligned purpose and vision. So when I'm doing my work, I'm drawing energy. It's not pulling energy from me. And I get tired at the end of the day, like we all do, but like being with you right now, this energizes me Yay. So throughout the day. I'm getting energized by doing my work and doing what I love. And so um, I have a vision for what, where I want to go. I want to be the top sales trainer of my generation. That's been my vision from day one. And so I have a huge goal that I'm going after. It's not really a goal. It's more of an intention, <clears throat> but it's having a vision, writing it down mm -hmm. and going out and living your purpose. You know, when you're operating, I'm a believer in God. I'm doing my absolute best to be in alignment with what I feel God's asking me to do. Mm -hmm. And so I just do that. You know, the other day I was with a client and uh, he was talking to me about, his divorce and stuff was going on with his kids. And he had this business betrayal. It had nothing to do with selling. And he just needed somebody to hear him and validate his feelings mm -hmm. and acknowledge him. And so I was operating in my purpose. And that, that coaching session, RV, it was at 830 in the night at night. It was an hour drive from my house. I drove to be with this guy at his home for an hour. Wow. I didn't get home till like 11 o'clock that night. And most people be like, oh, well, I don't work past seven. And I'm not telling you guys you need to work past seven. I'm just talking about operating in your purpose, mm -hmm. being obedient to God and serving God with your gifts and talents. You know, and when you're doing that and you feel like you're doing God's work, you know, that really energizes me you know, to go out and, and, and do the things that I do. 
That's beautiful. That's beautiful. What a great message. So we are going to need to end, but before we do, how if people want to, you know, work with you and take some of your training, how would they get a hold of you to do that? Best thing to do is go to my website, which is, you might guess it, continuoussalesimprovement.com. When you go to continuoussalesimprovement.com, you're going to find all kinds of continuous sales improvement things like download chapter one of my book for free or do the masterclass or do my podcast or do my this or do my that. So continuoussalesimprovement.com. There's all kinds of cool free stuff on there. And we have a free online community that'll get you started if you decide at some point you want to hire me or you want to do some of our paid services, fantastic. But we have a lot of free uh, content and services for you. So just go to continuoussalesimprovement.com. Go check it out. I, th- I think you'll love it. I think you'll find a home if you're interested in the sales conversation. Excellent. Great. And I do encourage all of our listeners to go there and work with Eric. I've worked with him for over 20 years. Uh, so, you know, go there. I can vouch for him. He's the best not only sales trainer, but the best business coach out there. So go and check him out. Now, Eric, before we end, what would be the last message that you want to leave our listeners with today? Well, I have an app on my phone and it's, it's final countdown and it's a count up or countdown app. And I put in there my last productive day that I project, which is September 12, 2046, which is just over 25 years from now. Wow. What that says is every day that goes by, it's one last day, which says, Eric, let's go. Let's go. You've got goals and dreams. Now, if you're watching or listening to this right now, you either are a speaker or you're interested in being a speaker. Right. Okay. So God's saying, let's go. Let's go. Get your message out there. You don't want to get to the end of your life. And having not used your gifts and talents to have the message that you want to share with the world. When I really got serious about my speaking, I was 28. And I imagined being age 70, sitting in my rocking chair, having never tried. And that scared me. And I got into action and I've never stopped. And so this is a call to action for you to operate from your gifts and talents. The clock's ticking on all of us. Yep. To get your message out there and have the impact that you are here to have. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, Eric, you are truly a million-dollar sales trainer and a million-dollar speaker. So thank you so much for being on our show today. Really appreciate your time. You're welcome, Arby. It was great to be with you. All right, great. All right, everyone. So that's our show for today. Tune in next week for more on how you can be a million-dollar speaker. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review and feel free to share our channel with your friends and family. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. And remember, you are one step closer to becoming a Million Dollar Speaker.